Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCallan. Strive for You, based in Tennessee in the U.S., offers disability awareness training, professional opportunities, adaptive physical and recreational activities, and mentoring. These services help the blind and visually impaired and people with other challenges build relationships, fit in with their peers, and be part of an inclusive society. Here to tell us more about Strive for You are co-executive directors Ricky Jones and Christy Ray. Ricky and Christy will also talk about some of the adaptive sports and self-defense techniques that will help the blind get up and get moving. Hey, Ricky and Christy. Hi there. there. Glad you both are here today. Tell us about yourselves. Well, as you said, my name is Ricky Jones. I am totally blind. I grew up uh, with 2200 vision from birth and then slowly lost my vision around uh, senior year of high school and thereafter. So I've been totally blind for about eight years or so. In that time, I've been doing uh, a lot of athletic stuff with our organization, Um, competed in goalball, bowling, uh, tandem cycling. And then Christy and I have also ran the uh, New York Marathon together. Sounds like you've both been very active. Absolutely. A little bit about me is I was actually born with 2020, uh, lost lost vision around the age of about 10, and kind of been mostly the same. Lost some here and there. Um, I have enough to be dangerous is usually the way I like to word it. And then, as Ricky says, you know, it's, we've been working together to help others uh, do a lot of what we've done. Be active. Obviously, the goal is. You know, you can't encourage other people to do things unless you've done it first. So that's kind of the motto we go with. And that's what Strive for You is all about? Absolutely. Absolutely. To its core. So I understand that that word strive stands for something, the S-T-R-I-V-E. What does that stand for, Ricky? So it is strength, training, recreation, increasing vitality and empowerment. How do these words, Christy, S for strength? T for training, R for recreation, I and V for increasing vitality, and E for empowerment tie into the mission of Strive for You. Really, the empowerment of those but through training, through recreation, and also at the same time, uh, using profession or educating professionals uh, to better help their clients. So Strive for You empowers all people through recreation and training, while educating professionals how to better serve these special clients. So, Christy, your organization offers two programs, SEED and ARISE. Let's talk about ARISE first. What's ARISE? So ARISE is adaptive recreation, inspiring success and empowerment. And what it is, is it helps find adaptive programs show you how to do adaptive recreation, sports, and even if you want to do competitions. So it gets all people with disabilities, including the blind, to participate in recreational activities. Absolutely. So while we're talking about how 
people with disabilities can participate in all the recreational activities out there. Ricky, what kinds of recreational activities do you think the blind can participate in? You know, the truth of it is anything that you want to do, there's a way to do it. We have developed what we call the six approaches to inclusion, and they are using things like contrast, audio, tactile, uh, verbal communication and cues, uh, tactile modeling and pairing to really essentially take any activity that you could think of that you want to do, whether it be recreational, leisure, or as Christy said, uh, competition and adapt things to where uh, anyone can do them, allowing them to not only play specific blind or visually impaired created sports, but mainstream activities alongside their sighted peers with just a few modifications. Now, one of those activities, I'm sure, isn't sitting on your butt and watching TV all day. It's um, <laughs> getting <laughs> That's up true. And, and, and doing at least something. Do you have any examples of recreational activities that might qualify here? Yeah. So there's things like, you know, running and walking, you alpine skiing, swimming, some specific sports for the blind and visually impaired would include uh, beep baseball, beep kickball, archery, uh, goalball, and uh, blind golf, bowling, disc golf, all of those things, even things such as, you know, dart throwing or putting together puzzles or game uh, board games. You can purchase uh, board games that are large print and braille, or you can create them uh, using different methods and uh, systems, whatever works for you. So some of these sports include goalball, running, walking, and swimming. I love to walk. I like walking around the block. And I also like swimming at my health club that's close to my house. Um, Ricky, how can the blind and visually impaired go swimming, like at their local swimming pool? So there's different ways that we could do this. Usually at a local swimming pool, especially at YMCA or others, they have roped off lanes that they use to allow people to practice for competition swimming. And if you can get in there during an open time when that lane is free, you know, you can use that lane uh, specifically to where maybe your shoulder is bumping up against that uh, roped off area uh, line from end to end of the pool. There are also, if you have the funding, uh, you know, to have the equipment to do it, there are echo devices that go underwater at each end of the pool. And this is how it's done in competition that will allow you to hear the echo. And when you get close to it, then you know, it's time to flip. The other part to it would, would be if you had a sighted partner or guide with you, you could do what we call using our pairing approach. Um, you can have what's called a swimming tether, which would essentially be uh, a loose fitting rope around the waist of each individual. Um, this is a method that's used in things like triathlons when you're out in a big uh, lake or something like that. Um, then there's also for the pool, usually used in competition, again, is someone with a buoy stick with a tennis ball on the end of it that would, uh, where the sighted individual would tap you in between the shoulder blades as you're approaching the end of the pool so that you know to flip and go the other way. So there's all kinds of methods. Um, 
what we find, there's not one single method that works for everybody. It's always what works for you, you know, figuring out how that best can put you in the least restricted environment to have fun. Those are easy and good tips. Strive for You as part of the Arise program also offers one-on-one consulting, professional development workshops, adaptive sports days and webinars, which I think are a lot of fun, and also an annual adaptive sports conference. Real quickly, tell us about some of these special events, Rick. Yeah, we've uh, we've developed over the years several of these different things where, again, the professional development workshops, the one-on-one consulting, uh, that allows us to work with individuals to professionals specifically in teaching them how to use the six approaches to inclusion, as well as other techniques and tips, uh, teaching them for workshops and things like that. We also offer the Adaptive Sports Day, which is where for up to three activities in a day, we'll come out to you. We'll bring the equipment. We'll bring the staff. We'll show you how to play. And then you get to play those activities and sports yourself. So it's a great way for us to expand our programs, not just here in Tennessee, but across the country. Our Adaptive Sports Conference is a multi-event, multi-session event where it's not like any conference you'll ever come to. You won't sit around and listen to a speaker just talk all day. You will actually get to go and try different breakout sessions of different sports and recreational activities actually get down and uh, play those activities. We tell everybody that comes to the conference not to wear your business clothes. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not that kind of conference. Uh, We will also have sessions on nutrition, uh, healthy technology, which is usually talking about apps and things that you can use to help you uh, maintain good health, both physically and mentally. Uh, We have uh, an expo that usually has Vendors that come and show off not only assistive technology, but also, you know, services that they can offer to people with disabilities as well. And we've been doing this thing for about 10 or 11 years now. And the biggest compliment we've gotten is that uh, people from the U.S. Paralympics and the uh, United States Association of Blind Athletes have both attended and then went back and tried to implement or use some of our ideas for their own uh, events. No briefcases required. No, not at all. Bring your tennis shoes, your shorts, and be prepared to get a little sweaty. (laughs) Excellent. Christy, so I understand your your events. People can, can get continuing education credits through them, right? Absolutely. How does that work? So once you attend an event, you would assign in when you get there and then you sit through our uh, professional development. That's usually the one that we offer that for is the professional development. You can also get them through the uh, annual conference. We offer those for that. And this is the ACVREP is the group that we work with to offer those credits. We've been we've been um, recognized as one of their premier uh, CEU providers. So it's it's backed by a national organization. Muy excelente. Mm-hmm. Christy, so we got to get into your second program, SEED. What does SEED stand for? I'm sure these are not flowers related to flower seeds. <laughs> <laughs> so SEED is 
Safety Education, Empowering Defense. So this is the program that teaches self-defense. Absolutely. And along with that, obviously, we have to have uh, safety education. You can't just go out there and start doing techniques. You have to have a little bit of background in the safety part, and they flow very nicely together. And so what does the self-defense training include? How do you both and how does uh, Strive for You teach self-defense? So the uh, safety education is usually taught through either in-person or online workshops. We'll be launching the online workshops um, in the next month or so. We'll also be offering an online course, which is self-paced. So you can take that and it will teach you a lot of our core, uh, what we call SEED 101 uh, concepts. It talks a lot about safety uh, in the home, outside of the home, situational awareness, um, how to not only respond to whether it be a serious threat or what happens 90% of the time. And most of our your listeners probably are, would shake their head to this one and say, yep, is that we as blind people get grabbed uh, just because someone's, quote, trying to help, uh, grabbing you to lead you somewhere or to pull you across the street, et cetera, et cetera. These can propose not only physical danger, but also mental um, danger as well. And so we take that approach to understanding how to get out of a grab such as this and into a situation where you're in control and teaching the individual, please, before you grab me next time, you know, ask. And then we go all the way up to the most serious of incidences, which gets into our hands-on training uh, with the self-defense to, you know, if need be, and we need to fold somebody up into origami and let the police, you know, filter it out in the end, then that's what we're going to do. And so we have experienced instructors that have been teaching, not only teaching uh, self-defense martial arts, for over 30 plus years, but have also had that same experience teaching the blind and visually impaired and people with disabilities. And so this is a unique program, one of a kind. Uh, There have been other programs like it, but none have taken the holistic approach, which is, you know, mind, body and and soul. Or the peer-to-peer. And yeah, and we use a peer-to-peer approach for everything in Strive, which is Essentially, you know, we're not just going to sit here and tell you this is what you should do as a person with a disability. We've lived it. We've been there. Uh, we have disabilities. Over 75% of our board staff and volunteers are and instructors are uh, have a, a visual or physical disability or are a parent of a person with a disability as well. So all these things come into play in that holistic approach uh, for our SEED program. So this is a uniquely different program from other self-defense programs. Tell us about some of the instructors for these classes. These are specifically qualified instructors. You did mention martial arts, but um, are there any additional types of instructors who teach these classes? And tell us about just some of their experience, They some of the experience they bring a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, some of our instructors, again, have a solid uh, experience in things like 
judo or um, uh, jujitsu or other martial arts styles. However, some have simply been in law enforcement and have experience in those realms of um, the RAD program. The RAD program, or we even have a few that are going through our certification process right now that are veterans who, of course, have had uh, experience with hand to hand combat, that sort of thing. Uh, we have a, a, a very vigorous certification process that starts with an application process, an interview. We want to make sure that not only you are the person, uh, you, you know, you are a person that's qualified to be an instructor, that we're a good fit for you, you're a good fit for us, and all that good stuff. It goes back to that holistic, making sure that the mind, body, spirit is all aligned there and they're emotionally capable to proceed in the program. Yeah. And then we teach, uh, we not only teach our, our safety ed curriculum that they take, but they also take the um, self-defense techniques as well. They have uh, hours that they spend with um, shadowing hours. So they learn how to teach. Obviously, we're really big on teaching people to use uh, verbal communication uh, techniques, uh, teaching techniques. So they're teaching using uh, audio descript, uh, tactual modeling, that sort of thing. And uh, so we have a lot of people from different areas of the country. We have advanced instructors, which is our our most experienced instructors. And then we have our certified instructors who can teach locally within the, uh, you know, within their community. So that that helps us to be able to get out there and teach more. Uh, we do presentations at conventions. We have uh, our special ed programs. Like I said, we, we can do the in-person workshops. And with that, we are doing um, where we're offering a special uh, safety ed specialist certification. So if maybe self-defense is not your thing, you don't want to teach just specifically self-defense, then you can just be a a safety ed specialist where you're just teaching the safety ed portion of it too. So Speaking Out for the Blind has listeners in both America and outside America. How can our listeners learn more about Strive for You, sign up for your programs, volunteer, and even donate to your organization? So we have our, our wonderful website uh, at striveforyou.org, S-T-R-I-V-E, number four, Y-O-U.org. Um, there's a lot of information on the website and more going up as we speak. We are still developing that website and, and getting it all up and running. Uh, we have several ways that you can support us, as you mentioned, uh, not just by a monetary donation, if you want to be a one-time donor or a monthly donor to help us uh, to extend our mission and our programs. You know, a nonprofit relies on the support of the community. And so this is not something where we sell a product and, and you know, that is what funds us. Um, we also have in-person uh, what we call event volunteer positions where you can volunteer at one of our big events like a tournament such as our goalball tournament, beat kickball tournament, bowling tournament, or our conference. And you can also become what's called a skilled volunteer, where maybe you have experience in marketing, website design, proofreading, 
Uh, and we have an exact link for that as well. And that would be the striveforyou.org slash V-O-L hyphen A-P-P. So VOL app. And that's where you could go and sign up. Um, on the front page of our website, down towards the bottom, there is a, a section where you can sign up for our newsletter. That's absolutely the way we highly recommend everybody to get the latest news and what's coming out, what's going to be happening soon. The uh, other thing is we are on just about every social media platform you can think of. We're on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. We even have a TikTok account and LinkedIn as well. So you can find us on all those platforms. Ricky and Christy, I think you may have inspired our blind and visually impaired listeners to become more physically active and live healthy lives. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. You're very welcome. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website. That's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under lists of episodes and show news tab. And my show archive is at speaking-out-for-blind.pinecast.co. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. ACB Families, a warm, welcoming affiliate that's as close as your telephone. ACB Families meets on the first and third Sunday of each month by Zoom, and we're always talking about topics that touch families that are large or small, families with kids or grandparents, families just like yours and mine. Be part of our ACB family. Call 502-897-1472 or email allacbfamilies at gmail.com. The American Council of Blind Lions, ACBL, is the affiliate that roars, and that's no lion. ACBL holds monthly conference calls and ACB convention events that help people who are blind or visually impaired become more involved in local Lions Clubs. Find out more. Call 502-897-1472 or email lions.acb at gmail.com. To sign up for our announcements, send a blank email to radio-announce plus subscribe at acblists.org. That's radio-announce plus subscribe at acblists.org. Thank you for calling the ACB Radio and Information Line brought to you by Xeno Media. 518-906-1820. That's 518-906-1820. Join me, Brian McCallan, on Speaking Out for the Blind. I interview blind newsmakers and experts to help you, the listeners, go for your dreams. Speaking Out for the Blind airs Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern on ACB1 and 8 p.m. Pacific on ACB2. Hello, this is Dan Spoon, President of the American Council of the Blind. I just want to give a big hip, hip, hooray out there to our tremendous membership that does such a great job 